Welcome back in, Brady Farkas Show, right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. We continue on with our Radio Row at Home special, but right now we're going out to L.A., where in the middle of all the action is our friend, former NFL defensive back and longtime NFL broadcaster, Solomon Wilcotts, who's joining us on behalf of Biotricity. So, Solomon, how are you? Hey, Brady, I'm doing great. And uh, you know I'm doing great because I get to bring along my good friends, Wilcotts, He's got the big brain. Um, I'll try to hold up my end of the interview as well, <laughs> but I just want to thank you for having us both. Absolutely. Well, we'll find out exactly what's going on with Biotricity here momentarily, but you and I spoke maybe about three weeks ago when the Bengals were getting ready for the AFC Championship game. Now they're getting ready for the Super Bowl just days away. Are even you surprised we're here, Solomon? Yeah, I mean, we have to say we're surprised, but not shocked, right? I mean... Uh, when you do what they did, running through the postseason, defense finishing off all three games by intercepting the opposing quarterback of Carr, uh, Tannehill, and Mahomes, when you hold the Kansas City Chiefs offense to only three points in the second yeah. half, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, look, all of those things are very much impressive. No one saw this coming at the start of the season, but we did see it building into something special all led by their quarterback, Joe Burrow. You know, when we talked a couple weeks ago, I asked you a lot of questions about the Patriots and Mac Jones. So I'll go there again. I have always been a fan that is used to a logical timeline, right? A logical progression, a three-year plan, a five-year plan. The Bengals were picking first overall two years ago. Have they blown out the idea of a logical plan and you should be able to win almost right away in the NFL? Or is this the outlier? Yeah, I, I think in, I think you look at it both ways. I think it's more of an outlier because a guy like Joe Burrow isn't always there when you draft with the first overall selection. You know, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be really good, but to expect him next year, right, to do this yeah. for Jacksonville Jaguars, I think that'd be um, outside of reality, to be honest with you. And so um, I don't know that it it could it should be the norm. In fact, I think it's a case by case basis. However, you do get the sense the Bengals have jumped the line, right? You kind of yeah. feel like they, they've accelerated uh, people's expectations. So I, I think we're going to get people who come down on both sides of that equation. You know, the refrain I've heard all week is that I want the Bengals to win, but I think the Rams are going to win. That's where most people are. <laughs> I saw Richard Sherman put out recently on his podcast, he's going with the Bengals as yeah. the week goes on. How are you feeling about the Bengals' chances? Uh, I, no matter if it was the early part of the week, middle part of the week, I'm always I'm feeling bullish. To be honest <laughs> with you, as I go down and take a look at every area, do I have concerns about Aaron Donald and about uh, blocking Leonard Floyd and Vaughn Miller? Absolutely. But I also know that if the quarterback gets rid of the ball quickly, we can negate a pass rush. I've seen this done around the National Football League for as long as I've been around. Good pass rush teams can't hit the quarterback if he's not holding the ball. Quick passing game, up-tempo, running the ball at lighter. This isn't Indomitian Sue and Vita Vea mm-hmm. in this year's Super Bowl. These are guys you can actually run the ball on. And I just want to know, at what point during the 2021 season did maybe you or anyone else feel like the Rams are just this juggernaut of a team? I don't know how anybody's going to beat them. None of us ever said that. We know they're beatable. So why is it that the Cincinnati Bengals seem to be the team that can't beat them? I think this game belongs to 
the team that's going to protect the ball the best and play a more well-rounded game. And I think that team is the Bengals. Solomon Wilcott's former NFL broadcaster and player here with us on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. He's joining us thanks to Biotricity from Radio Row out in L.A. Bengals are a team that ran the ball a lot earlier in the year. And then they started to throw the ball a lot more with Burrow. That philosophy change. Can you be a true run-first team now in the NFL and win a Super Bowl? Or do you have to make the switch that they did to go more in on the passing game? I think you can be a run-first team and and win a Super Bowl. There's no doubt about that. Um, Because we have a lot of those teams that are still playing. 49ers are that. Um, You know, uh, Titans obviously are that. Um, the Eagles became that, right? It got to yeah. the playoffs. And I know your question is, can they win a Super Bowl? No, I listen, this isn't Solomon Wilcox talking as much as it is I'm just telling you about my conversation with Zach Taylor at the beginning of the year. He said the offense goes through Joe Mixon. Hmm. He said um, if we're going to do anything in 2021, it's going to be because Joe Mixon uh, stayed healthy and had a great year. And, oh, <laughs> Lord, oh he's over 1,200 yards rushing. Um, phenomenal season, both rushing and catching the ball and getting into the end zone, averaging, what, 4.1 yards per carry. Um, So he was right, Um, and I think that's going to be vitally important to this game, running against a lighter defensive line than Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Vaughn Miller, and then go play action pass. Uh, uh, Yeah, they're going to have to make plays in the passing game, but it starts foundationally with the run game. Solomon, I'm 32 years old, born in 1989. A few years before me, you played in the last Bengals Super Bowl. What do you remember? Was 1988, right, against the 49ers? Is that the year, 88? Yeah, that was the year. Just saw Icky Woods. He's running around here on Radio <laughs> Row doing the shuffle for people, getting the fans all riled up. Um, but guess what? Today's players are also doing the Icky Shuffle. I've seen Joe Burrow, yeah. CJ Uzama. They do, they're doing the icky shovel. That's how much they remember that 1988 team. And uh, we just think the world of them, um, no, they're going to bring it. They're going to bring it. It's been a long time. Cincinnati Bengals uh, fans have suffered for a long time. That was a great Super Bowl. Not many people remember. We held the great 49ers. You know, it was just a 3-3 ball game at halftime. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to keep the score down. We could have scored maybe a few more points, right? They won 2016. Um, but in that decade in the 80s, the Bengals lost twice to the 49ers in the Super Bowl in very close, hard-fought games. This one's going to be close, going to be hard-fought. It's going to turn, turn out differently. Joe Burrow is bringing the Vince Lombardi Trophy back to Cincinnati. Brady. Well, I certainly hope you're right. What's the heat like? All I hear about is how hot it's going to be. What's, what's the weather like? Out here right now, not going to be hot. This is a night game. The stadium is covered. I mean, how soft do we have to be? (laughs) This is football, Carolina. This is this is like Sparta. This is this is this is a grown man's game. It's a night game in L.A. with a canopy over the field and a game that goes underground. You know, heat rises, right? Yeah, I, I do. I live on the top floor of my apartment building. I know it rises. It's going to be a hot game. I just want to know. But you know what? That goes to show you. We're getting soft, Brady, as a nation. We're becoming soft. We got to keep our edge, right? Don't. No. 
Got to keep the edge. You heard it here first. One, America needs to toughen up. Two, the Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. So you heard it here from Solomon Wilcots. And now I want to hear about who you're partnered with. Tell me a little bit about Biotricity. You've got your you've got your friend there on the screen with me here. So what do we got, Doc? Thanks for having us, uh, Brady. So, um, you know, we're a diagnostic medical device company, and we saw that there's a really a big problem. Cardiac disease is the number one killer, and it's intermittent. It's asymptomatic. And so... There's been a lot of innovation in, in heart care and you've got these Apple watches and these types of solutions and they collect 30 seconds of your data. But most issues are happening while you're sleeping. They're happening intermittently. And so you can't manually collect data. Uh, you feel something, you go to the doctor. And so what we did was we took all our medical technology and we made it available and it's a consumer product. So you basically wear it and while you're going about your business, while you're exercising or what have you, sleeping, it's recording and collecting long-term data. So you're talking about, you know, days, weeks, uh, you know, months of data. And, you know, we've seen it in, the, in, in athletes. We've seen it in sports fans. We've seen people with no symptoms just suddenly drop, have a heart attack. And uh, this is a technology that we're making accessible, uh, uh, cheaply available. You can get on Amazon. You can get at bioheart.com. And uh, really trying to solve the number one killer, the silent killer in the world. Solomon yeah. Wilcott's. I was just oh. going to say, Brady, you know, I'm wearing the heart monitor now. And you can see I have an app on my phone. I can record the data right now. And it it stores a lot of data for, for days, right? And I can share this data, this information of what's going on with my heart. I can share that with my uh, very own physician. So um, all you have to do is just go to www.bioheart.com or you can go to amazon.com if, if you want to take care of your family, friends, or loved ones. Solomon Wilcox, Dr. Wakas Al-Sadiq from uh, Biotricity and BioHeart. So, guys, we appreciate it. Enjoy the game on Sunday. All right. Thank Thanks for having us, Brady.